A story moment with Hansa and Dash in the city of the big castle. Get more episodes at storymoment.com. Season 1, Episode 11, Silver Bells. There is a tower just off of Old Town Square in the city of the big castle. On every side is a clock face, but the western side is the largest. And though it can't be seen from the ground, if you look carefully above the eleventh hour, there is a little window. This is Hansa's window. Hansa is a very brave field mouse. Though he is not from the city of the big castle, like his best friend Dash, he has made his home in the village of the tower mice. His curtains are open today. There must be adventure. Miss Maggie, Hansa's next-door neighbor, stood on one foot on top of a small kitchen stool just outside her door. It wasn't much of a stool at all. It was just a small block of wood. However, to a tower mouse, a small block of wood can transform into nearly anything. An extra seat for when an unexpected visitor pops in, a table to sit next to your bed to put a glass of water on, just in case you get thirsty in the middle of the night, or even a kitchen stool on which to teeter back and forth while you hang something above your door. What are you hanging? asked Hansa as he left his house that morning. Oh, pleasant morning, isn't it, Hansa? Miss Maggie said when she saw him. Good morning, Miss Maggie. Can I help you hang something? he asked. Oh, no, I just about have it. Miss Maggie stepped off the little block and revealed what she had hung. Above her head and between the posts of her door was a single silver bell. It was shiny and new. A red ribbon was tied to it. Miss Maggie then did a very curious thing. She reached up, grabbed hold of the ribbon hanging down from the bell, and rang it several times. Out with the old, she said when the ringing stopped. She stared at Hansa, looking as though he expected him to say something in return. When Hansa did not reply, she scrunched up her eyebrows and shook her head a little. Then she picked up her stool and went into her home, closing the door behind her. Very strange, said Hansa under his breath. He then set out for Dash's house. As he walked through the passageway leading to her door, he began to notice something he'd never seen before. On nearly every door was a single silver bell hung between the doorposts, just as Miss Maggie's was, and tied to every bell was a red ribbon. Very, very strange, he said again. When he arrived at the short tail's front door, a sense of relief came over him. There was no bell. He had begun to think he was missing out on something important. But if Dash didn't have a bell, then of course he didn't need one either. 
Mr. Shorttail, Dash's father, greeted him at the door. Oh, good morning, Hansa. Always a pleasure to see you, said Mr. Shorttail. He beckoned Hansa inside, but then suddenly held up both his hands to stop him. Oh, just wait there for one second, he said. Mr. Shorttail reached in and retrieved a rather large silver bell from a table just inside the house. He hung it up as others had done and gave it a hearty ring. There we have it, Hansa, he said. In with the new. Hansa didn't say anything. He wanted to ask Mr. Shorttail about the bell, but he felt too embarrassed for not knowing already. Dash came running down the hallway when she heard the bell ring. Did you ring the bell when you came in? she asked. No, Hansa replied, but your father did. Out with the old, she yelled out, much like Miss Maggie had. Then suddenly, and from nearly every room in Dash's home, came the response, And in with the new! Hansa was more confused than ever. Dash saw Hansa's face and began to explain. It's New Year's Eve. Don't you know about the silver bells? No, I, I saw them on everyone's door, but... Hansa started to reply. However, Dash quickly interrupted. I always forget that you didn't grow up in the city like I did. You didn't hang silver bells with your grandfather in the country? Hansa shook his head from side to side. Dash continued. We have a tradition here in Tower Village. Each year on this day we hang a silver bell above our door to ring in the new year. We ring it every time we go past for a reminder that it's a new year. Dad likes to say, Yesterday is over and gone, and today is the promise of something new. Hans's ears perked up. Oh, he exclaimed. My grandfather often told me at this time of year that it was a new day. A new chance at something good. Exactly. Hans's expression changed from confusion to surprise, and then to understanding. But then it turned to sadness. What's the matter, Hansa? I don't have a bell to hang on my door, he said. How am I supposed to ring in the new year without one? Dash, however, did not look worried. Let's ask Dad. He'll know where to get one. Dash asked her father. Well, I'd go and ask Mr. Green in the marketplace. Haven't you scavenged any bells for him, Hansa? No. He had me find him some ribbon. Dash and I found some near the big statue, but no bells. Go check with him. He almost always knows how to get something. Hansa and Dash headed for the marketplace in the center of the tower village. Mr. Green, who ran a stall in the market and who hired Hansa to scrounge for him for things to trade, was holding a box of pine nuts when they found him. Good morning, Hansa! Dash! Mr. Green set down the box and reached up above his head. Just like the doors of the homes, Mr. Green had hung a silver bell. One of the ribbons Hansa had found was tied to it. Mr. Green gave it a hearty ring. Out with the old, he yelled out. Hansa knew what to do this time. 
and in with the new, he said in unison with Dash. Thanks for finding me all these ribbons, Hansa. I just sold off the last silver bell. I'll be able to use these ribbons next year. Dash looked surprised. You sold the last silver bell? Yup. Mr. Whittle bought it. I'd have thought he'd already have one. But nevertheless. Where did you get them? asked Hansa. Mr. Green smiled. Don't worry, Hansa. I'm not employing another scrounger. Flicker brings them to me a few days before New Year's every year. He gets them from on the other side of the city. There was a mouse village near a used toy store. So they collect the bells for me throughout the year, and I send Flicker with some odds and ends, bits and bobs left over. It's a good trade. So there's none left? asked Hansa. Sorry, they're all gone, replied Mr. Green. Dash grabbed Hansa by the hand and yelled out, Thank you, to Mr. Green. She led Hansa down the passageway, past her house, to the big rope. The two mice slid down the rope and ran towards the double doors. Where are we going? asked Hansa. To find you a bell. Living in the clock tower near Old Town Square meant being in the center of everything in the city. Venture in any direction very far, and there was food, excitement, and fun. Dash pushed open the double doors. Hansa, I think you might be in luck today. Look! People often stopped in front of the tower to watch the hour hand change. Below the clock face was a display of dancing wooden figurines. Every hour, these miniature people would spin circles and dance around on a big loop. It was a favorite place for many people in the city. On a normal day, there might be hundreds just standing and watching. Today, there were thousands of people. But these people weren't standing around staring up at the tower. They were acting like the wooden figurines. There was music, noise, and lots of dancing. I've been watching them since this morning, said Dash. Our window overlooks the square. The celebrations always start early. What are they celebrating? asked Hansa. Out with the old, in with the new year, smiled Dash. Look at their feet. Hansa looked at a nearby man. He wore a bright yellow vest, green tights, a pointed red hat, and shiny black shoes. Tied to the laces of his shoes was a silver bell, much like the ones Hansa had seen that morning. Someone always loses one, said Dash. You'll find one here for sure. The two mice looked around for a safe place to wait away from the dancing feet of the people. They sat down on a little ledge on the side of the tower. They scanned the street for some sign of a misplaced bell. Is that one? Hans asked, pointing towards a group of people. No, I think that's just a rock, Dash replied. What about that? Trash, said Dash. After scanning the street for some time, Hansa wondered, You know what we need. What's that? We need eyes. Big eyes. Up high kind of eyes. 
The two mice nodded and spoke in the same instant. Flicker! He's got to be out here somewhere, said Dash. There's too much free food for him to spend the day on his perch. They switched from scanning the ground to searching the skies. And there he was, their good friend Flicker, the pigeon who lived in the bell chamber of the tower, was swooping down on the red hat of the man in green tights. Flicker loved borrowing people's hats. Dash whistled as loud as she could. Flicker turned his head towards the sound, just as a man with a pointy red hat tried to smack him with it. Good morning to you both, said Flicker as he fluttered to the ledge. Out with the old, he continued, and in with the new, the mice shouted. We need a bell to ring, said Flicker. He fluttered besides Hansa and perched on the ledge. That's why I whistled, said Dash. We need your help to find Hansa a bell. Doesn't Mr. Green have any? I gave him a big load two days ago. Mr. Whittle bought the last one, said Hansa. Huh? Interesting. I thought mice kept their bells their whole lives. Get it? Whole lives? As long as they live in a hole? Ha! The two mice grinned. And to think, I thought you wanted to see me. I thought we were friends, like the best of friends, like friends who finish each other's... He stopped talking. Hansa and Dash just stared at him. Sentences, Flicker continued. They finish each other's sentences. I guess I was mistaken. I'm just good for my wings. I'll fly you around so you can find your precious bell, more precious than friendship, at least. I'll carry you. I really am just a carrier pigeon now. If the two mice did not think of Flicker as a friend, they might be scared they had actually offended him. Thankfully, he was their close friend, the closest, so they knew when he was pretending. Flicker is very dramatic. Are you done yet? asked Dash. Not yet. One more, replied Flicker in his normal voice. He then returned to a dramatic tone. I suppose you'll be wanting some in-flight entertainment as well? You can just forget it. You'll be getting the budget flight. These seats don't recline. The mice snickered at his jokes. Okay, I'm done, Flicker said. Who's coming with me? Hansa stood on the ledge and pointed. Actually, I don't think we'll need to go at all. Look! There, across the square, was a silver bell lying on the ground. Oh, fine, said Flicker. You need me? You don't need me? I'm off. There'll be no refund. And with that, Flicker returned to pester the pointy red hat man. Dash looked and agreed that it was a bell. You'll have to be very careful. There's a lot of feet, and they're all dancing around. No problem, said Hansa. He climbed down from the ledge and began weaving back and forth through the people's feet until he came to the bell he had seen. He picked it up and examined it. It was very large. Much larger than Miss Maggie or Mr. Shorttail's bell. Hansa stared at his reflection in the side of the bell. It was as shiny as a mirror. He stuck his tongue out, he scrunched up his eyes, 
He made all the silly faces you do when you're alone and bored and no one is watching. Hansa began to carry the bell back to Dash, but he didn't get far. It was tied to something. Hansa looked for the source when suddenly the bell was yanked up high into the air, taking Hansa with it. The bell was tied to a person's shirt. In fact, dozens of bells began to ring as the person walked and Hansa swung back and forth. High in the air, hanging on to the bell as tightly as he could. Oh no! yelled Dash as she watched Hansa swaying with the bell. Hansa held onto the bell with one hand and tried to reach the pants of the man with his other. He stretched as far as he could. But every time he reached out, the man took another step and the bell would swing back and forth from the string above. If I could just thought Hansa as he stretched as far as he could. His fingertips nearly touched the man's legs. Snap! The string above the bell snapped, sending Hansa to the ground. Hansa landed on his feet and then rolled a little till he was sitting. The bell rolled away from Hansa and then stopped. Hansa jumped to his feet. He looked back at Dash, who stretched up on her toes to see Hansa. Her hands clasped together in worry. Hansa shot his arms up in the air in excitement. He found a bell. He turned back towards the bell and began weaving his way through the legs of the dancers towards it. When he was about two mouse lengths away from his target, the most depressing thing happened. One of the dancers hopped and landed right on top of it. The dancer slipped and fell, grabbing his ankle. The bell shot out from under him. Hansa ran for the man so as not to be seen. He made his way to the bell. It was flattened, and so was Hansa's excitement. Hansa weaved his way back to Dash. When she suggested they keep looking for another one, he just shook his head and headed home. They made the short journey back to the tower in total silence. Finally, Dash broke the quiet. I'm sorry you didn't get a bell today, she said as they approached his door. Maybe we'll find one in the coming days. Hansa didn't hear the last words Dash had spoken. He was busy reading a note someone had tacked to his door. Dear Hansa, the note read, I'm sure you've realized by now that we village mice hang a silver bell above our doors on the eve of the new year. We do this to remember that what has happened is over, and there's newness to come. This bell has been in my family for three generations. My grandfather found it his first year in the village, and it's been passed down to my father and then to me. It's hung above my door all the years of my life, but now I have a new one to ring. I'm glad you've come to the old clock tower. You remind me of your grandfather and the adventures we had as boys. Out with the old, in with the new. Mr. Whittle. Hansa looked above his head. Hanging between the posts of his door was a silver bell. It wasn't as shiny as others he'd seen, nor was it as big as the one from the street. The red ribbon was a bit tattered, and there were dents in the side of the bell. 
But when Hansa reached up and gave the bell a ring, it was the sweetest sound he'd ever heard. Out with the old, in with the new. Remember, with each episode, you get both the audio and the ebook. Put them on all your devices, and choose your next series at StoryMoment.com. We hope you've enjoyed Hansa and Dash in the City of the Big Castle. Copyright 2016.